Hey there, educational rock stars. Are you feeling overwhelmed with lesson planning for your English language learners? Well, I've got some exciting news for you. Introducing our upcoming free webinar, Simplify Your Approach, Three Time-Saving Routines for ELL Success. Join me for a power-packed 45 minutes that's set to revolutionize your teaching strategy. In this webinar, we'll dive into three practical, easy-to-implement routines that will not only enhance your ELL teaching methods, but also save you hours of planning time. Yes, hours. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, these insights are tailored to help everyone make the most of their teaching time. Plus, you'll leave this webinar ready to implement these routines the next day. So mark your calendars for our two upcoming dates. I don't want you to miss this opportunity to transform your ELL lesson planning. To reserve your spot, simply sign up at www.equippingells.com slash routines. Trust me, your future self will thank you for it. I'll see you at the webinar. Teaching ELL students is a privilege and a joy. Is it easy? No way. But with the right support, you can feel empowered to tackle each day with ease and confidence. I'm your host, Beth Boucher, founder of Inspiring Young Learners. With over 10 years of teaching both nationally and internationally, I know what it takes to ensure that your ELL students have what they need to thrive today, tomorrow, and for life. I'm on a mission to empower you to equip your English language learners. Welcome to Equipping ELLs. Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Equipping ELLs podcast. Over the next couple of weeks here on the Equipping ELLs podcast, I'll be sharing with you action-packed, practical ways to get you set up for the school year and to prepare well so that this school year is filled with the space that you can really enjoy teaching again, you can spend the time building relationships with your students, and you can watch them soar. Now, today we're going to dive into how to create a space that is visually and language rich. I've talked about plenty of times here how the first step to supporting your English language learners is by creating a safe and welcoming environment. But before you can even do that through your interaction, this really begins through the classroom environment that you have set up. And this is why it's so important. Today, we're diving into eight ways to do this. But before we get there, I want to share three reasons why this matters. When you create a classroom space that is set up for your English language learners to thrive, your students are going to help develop the language skills that are necessary and crucial that you're spending so much time on. Your classroom environment plays a huge part in that. And when it's done in a meaningful way, it's going to really impact how they show up in your classroom and how they use the resources around them to engage with the language, to grow, to learn, and to succeed. Having a language-rich classroom also helps build connections and creates a sense of belonging when you reflect the cultural diversity of your students. And we're going to get into this of how to do that in just a little bit. And the last thing is when you create a classroom environment that's set up for your English language learners, it will build confidence 
and participation with those students. They're going to feel safe as they enter your classroom. They're going to want to participate. They are going to want to take risks. They are going to be primed and ready to learn. So that's why this matters so much. And that's why I want to share with us today, because I want, as you go into the school year, I want you to be thinking about your environment and what are your students feeling as they enter into your environment. We're going to be talking about eight things. So let's get started. The first one, look at your classroom layout and organization. And this might feel a little, this might feel a little off of like, well, that's not really language or visual, but it really is so important. Because how your classroom is set up really conveys how your classroom runs. If everybody's in rows still, if there's not a lot of group work happening, if there's a lot of clutter and it's just really cramped and there's a lot of things already on the walls before the first day that the students even come in, those things on the walls are going to be very meaningless to your students. They need to be part of the process of building your classroom community environment. And so Really take a look. And I know it, this can be tricky. I know some of you don't even have a space that you're doing pushing all the time. I know some of you are literally teaching out of a closet. So I know that this can be really tricky, but get creative with the space that you have and really simplify over having too much stuff, especially with these students. So in our experience with the students I've seen here in Panama that are going to public schools, their classrooms are very bare, very minimal. And so it can be very overwhelming for some of our students to enter into a school in the U.S. that is just explosions of colors and stuff on every wall and books everywhere. And there's a way to do it where it's organized and it's clean and it's simple. But a lot of times I know in my case, especially when I was teaching in the U.S. and when I, you know, other teachers in our building who had been there for many years, it's easy to build up and accumulate a lot of stuff. And that can be a very overwhelming place for our students to come into. So really think about the organization of the desks, the organization of the room, and think that through for what will this look like through the eyes of my students who are coming in, and especially those students who are coming for the first time into a U.S. school. How can I minimize what the classroom looks like and really Make it a space that feels peaceful and welcoming and warm. And then you can add in things on the walls as we go. And that leads us to our second point. And that is to make a visually and language rich classroom. An area to do that is by your vocabulary displays, your anchor charts, your word walls, your vowel walls. Um, There's a lot of variety of things that you can put on your walls. And if you're teaching out of a closet, this might be really tricky. So think through though, what is the most important thing that I want on the walls? And what I was really guilty of is I, you know, I had my theme before the school year started and I had all my word walls before the school year even started. And guess what? How many students actually use that word wall? Zero, because I put it up really high. Nobody engaged with it. I never really pointed it out. And so it was a total waste of space. But sometimes I think we fight that urge to have to have things everywhere on the wall before school starts so that it's all prepared and it looks like we're ready. But I really want to challenge you with this. Think about your walls as a way to really allow your students to engage with what you're teaching them, to use that for their learning experience. I came across a quote 
that said this, visual aids are not just decoration. They are windows into knowledge. They bring concepts to life, make learning tangible, and create a shared language that transcends barriers. And so that's what I want you to think about as you you look to put things on your wall. How can you use that space as a window into knowledge? That's going to happen when you're modeling and you're teaching and you're showing an anchor chart and then you show the students where the anchor charts are going to be and that they have the access to go and use that resource. Instead of just having everything already put up on the wall of what you're going to be doing, use the walls as a way, as a tool to engage your learners and help them have resources that are beyond you. So as you're using anchor charts and please use anchor charts, use anchor charts with visuals as you're using and showing different vocabulary words, maybe you have a content vocabulary word wall, use the wall and put that display up as you're teaching so that your students know exactly where to go. If they are writing about that content topic and they forgot one of their vocabulary words, they know exactly where to go to find what that word is, how to spell the word. Maybe they are out of ideas, but they know exactly where to go to find the brainstorming anchor chart that you talked about. And they go and they grab it and they work on it. It, It's a way to create independence in your learners when they know the resources that are around the room and how to use them. So think about how you're displaying any vocabulary, any anchor charts. If you are teaching and pushing in, or you are literally teaching out of a closet, then I would get creative with this and maybe keep one binder that has all your anchor charts in you know, a plastic sleeve and use that, show the students, Hey, this is a binder that is for you. Flip through it. See the ones we've gone over. Use these when you're working by yourself. You can still make those things available for your students, even if you don't have your own classroom. All right. The third way to make a visually and language rich classroom is through diverse literature. And there is so many amazing books out there that are representative of the students that you're working with. So this looks like finding those books and, and having them in your classroom library, displaying books. So if you're talking about um, a holiday that's coming up and maybe, you know, Diwali, and you can have books all about that topic. And imagine that student in your class who celebrates that holiday. And as they come in, they see on a display books that they know what it's about. They get excited because they're going to get to share some things about something that's important to them. So display those books, have a variety of holidays of celebrations, have books in their native language. There's so many opportunities now that this is just a non-negotiable of, of that you should have books in your library that are representative of the students in your class. We want to make sure that, you know, the saying of windows and mirrors, we want to give opportunities for all students to look through a window to see what it's like for people all around the world and see their perspective and see their cultural beauty and see that right through a book that we're reading to them. And we also want to have mirrors. We want our students to see a reflection of themselves in these books. Now you can follow us on Instagram and equipping LLs. We're always sharing new books that we're finding and you don't need to go break the bank and buy new books yourself. The li- the public libraries are filled with amazing books that they're always adding to that. You could just check some out and have those as an option in your classroom. So look at the books that you're using, look at your student population 
and see how you can maybe get some funding or go to the library and get some more books that are in that, that you're the population you're working with in their native language or bilingual books or just about the culture. All right, the next way to make your classroom language and visually rich is through interactive bulletin boards and displays. And so this is a really awesome opportunity to, I'm thinking even outside your classroom, if you have a bulletin board outside where others in the hallway get to see, and we're always looking for ways where we want the other people in the school, um, teachers, staff, students to get to learn about the incredible ELL students that you're working with. And so this is a great way to do that. You can do a display where your students are sharing about, you know, how to say a word, maybe hello. They're going to maybe draw a picture about themselves and write hello in their native language and say what country they're from or identify it on the map or draw a flag of it. And maybe you have a whole map up on the wall as the bulletin board. And then you put the students pictures where, you know, their country of origin is. What an awesome way for people to walk by and get a glimpse of the incredible students that you're working with. And that's a great opportunity for your students to feel proud of the work they're doing and to see that others are interested in learning how to say hello in their native language. You could even take it a step further and have each student record a QR code that says that how to say that word in their native language. You could do welcome. You could say hello. You could do smile, you know, any, just pick one simple word, but then you could also have the students share about themselves and introduce themselves, um, share their name, and then just give maybe a couple sentences where they can do an audio recording so that anybody who walks by can pull up their phone, click on a QR code link and hear about the students in your class. What an incredible way to build community. So that's an awesome way to really include your students with the bulletin boards and displays you're using and to make it interactive and engaging. All right. The next one is to include visual schedules and routines. And this is really important for the newcomers if you're working with newcomers, but to have that schedule visually out every day for them. Maybe you have it in a little notebook or a welcome folder that you've given them and you show them step-by-step what's happening each day. Because think if you enter into school at seven 30 and you are unfamiliar with the language and you don't know you're there all day, it can feel really overwhelming and tiring to not know what's coming next. And so giving them that schedule to follow, even to maybe laminate it and have them, let them check it off. That's going to be a really helpful tool for them to know, you know, how many activities they've done, what's left, where are we at, what's coming up. Super helpful for them to be able to visually see, okay, we just finished math. And now after math, I know is lunch. It helps them to really adapt and adjust to the school building and to the school day. Um, because like I said, it's very different in other countries of how school looks like. So This just really helps set them up to be more successful, to acclimate better to being in a new environment by having a simple visual schedule. And along with that, having routines set up. So giving them visual routines, you know, as you come into the classroom, here are the steps that you do when you come in and have that, 
you could take pictures of your students showing that. And, you know, students always love that when they get to be a part of setting it up and the, and the, you know, they get to see their picture on the visual routine that you created. And maybe it's something you put by the door or you give to them. So identify a few different areas in your day where you want to make sure that your students are very aware of the routines that need to happen and the expectation. And when you do it in a visual way, then every student is going to be able to do what you're expected, expecting of them. So a newcomer can, once you've walked through it multiple times, going slow, taking pictures, showing them the pictures, they're going to get the hang of that. And it's going to make them feel safe that they know what to expect when they walk in your class. They know what to do when the time is up. Those things are so necessary for building a safe environment for our students so that they can learn. All right, let's keep moving here. Our next tip is to incorporate classroom labels and signs. And this is something that, you know, I've heard the discussion, should we have it in um, translated? You know, I have five different languages that I'm working with. Should I translate into all of them? Should I, those are questions you might be asking yourself. I'm excited to share with you. We've created some classroom labels that we will give you the template. This is for purchase in the Inspiring Young Learner store where you can purchase the template and you can have it translated instantly into a variety of different languages so that you can have your version of the labels in English. But then if you do want to have, let's say you work with 10 other languages, that takes a lot of time to translate that all. But with this new tool that we have, you can, by a click of a button, translate it into multiple languages. So if you do want to have that option to have translation, and I think for some kids, it is necessary and it is helpful. If you are working with a lot of newcomers, it would be helpful. Post those things, post them around the room, you know, really identify those words they need to see. They need to know that are going to help them get set up in school and start with those labels. And then you can work down, you know, and add in more as you go have the classroom labels with a visual to have some signs. So, you know, on the bathroom, make sure that those things are very clear. Girls bathroom, boys bathroom, those types of things will be helpful for them to really start to feel comfortable in the entire school building. Now, something else that I saw when I was helping um, do some coaching here at a preschool was they had some visual signs of just vocabulary in different areas of their classroom. And so, you know, this was for a preschool, but in one area they had a building section. And so on this poster, they had a bunch of words that were translated in both English and Spanish that were words related to building. And I thought this was such a great idea to just highlight some of those words in a list, have it visually you know, somewhere in the classroom where when they go, so for example, if you're going view a library in your classroom, putting a list there of different words that are related to the library and what they need to know. And some of those students that you're working with are going to be able to see that, read that, and start to pick up a lot more language. Now, if you're someone who's like, ah, classroom labels, that takes a lot of time, or I don't have my classroom, I'm pushing in. Well, the next tip is for you. What you need to do is to get some diction, picture dictionaries set up. This is an easier way if you don't want to deal with the classroom labels 
or you just don't have the time and space for that, print off picture dictionaries for your students. And we have these available as well. We have them in like 14 different languages now, and they are so visually rich. They're real photographs. And this is a a great resource to use with all language levels because with your newcomers, it's helping them to just see pictures and identify pictures. They can listen to the words, but even with your older or your higher language level students, they're able to use this for their writing or when they're speaking and to expand their vocabulary just by having one printed dictionary. So this is a tool that I highly recommend to have and to get set up even, you know, in the summer. So you have a multiple ready, um, And again, to teach your students independence, they now can go and know where this picture dictionary is so that they can use it in whatever way they need it. Now, along with that, a really important place to emphasize um, creating a language-rich classroom and visually-rich classroom is through your curriculum. And so I want to challenge you, and we'll go deeper into this in upcoming episodes, but really taking a look at your curriculum that you're doing, or if you are modifying curriculum from the homeroom teacher and doing some quick additional add-ons with visuals is going to be a huge help to your students. So curriculum is a huge place that you can really reflect on, observe, and see if you are, you know, providing your students with things that are visually rich, because if they are, then they are going to really respond to that. If you're not doing it, if you're not giving them any visual support or language support in that, then they are going to struggle. And like I said, we're going to go into that deeper in upcoming episodes. Um, but just as you prepare for the school year, you know, take a look at the curriculum, maybe curriculum you used from last year and come up with some ideas of how you can make it more visually rich. And then our last tip is technology. And this is a great way to really become language rich is when you have the right technology set up. If your students have devices and getting those things set up, and I encourage you to get them set up now because there's nothing worse than wanting to do something new with technology and realizing that it's not updated or not working on the student iPads or, you know, all those things that technology can be a very love hate relationship, but get some things set up now that are going to really help your students have a language rich environment. So things like Google Translate, Moat, I've talked about that and we'll link in the show notes. I did a whole episode on some really cool technology, um, some apps and some websites that will really bring language learning to life. And we'll link that in the show notes. But something like Moat, Moat is an extension that you add on Chrome and it creates the ability to add a You can either record yourself on any Google device on Google Forms. You could read the question to them on Google Slides, on Jamboard, and then they can also respond by speaking. And so that's a fantastic way to really promote language development, um, bring in that visual piece if you're using pictures on, you know, an iPad and just have them respond orally. So get those things set up because, I mean, technology where it's at, especially with translation devices, is truly incredible that you can now hover over, take a picture or something, and it immediately translates it. And so think of that, how that will really help to bring a language rich environment. Um, if you're doing things like translanguaging and trying some of those new things this year, that might be a great tool that you want to have in place so that they can explore and read something first in their native language before they read it in English and see how impactful that is for them. Now, 
If you are looking for classroom decor created specifically for the ESL classroom, you are in luck. We've just come out with a bundle of resources that includes all you need to create a visually rich classroom in seconds. You can either buy it from a TPT store or you can join us inside Equipping ELLs where you'll have access to it all plus the rest of my resources all at one low price. You can check it out at equippingells.com or we'll put the link if you would like to just purchase that separately in the Inspiring Young Learners store. But let us help you get set up this year with really beautiful classroom decor that's created to really inspire and for our our multilingual learners to feel connected, to feel a sense of belonging and to feel empowered as they go into this year. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. All links and resources mentioned can be found in the show notes. If you're looking for even more support and done-for-you resources created specifically for the needs of ELLs, head to inspiringyounglearners.com. I'll catch you here next week. Until then, take that next step to keep equipping your ELLs.